The Four Agreements, pages 31, 32, 33, 34, a little bit into page 35. Um, you know, they start talking about this, uh, this term, uh, impeccable, what the word impeccable means, um, they talk about the term impeccable meaning without sin um i'm not very good with vocabulary i kind of always assumed impeccable meant um uh perfect uh like like when somebody's like yeah like you know i went to this restaurant and you know the setting was impeccable you know like, I don't usually take it to mean, like, without fault. I take it to mean that it's perfect. I know, I know it's maybe similar, but I've, I, I never thought of it, you know, with the, I guess, with the part about, you know, sin. Um, they were talking about the part about peccable. I don't remember what the exact root. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but basically saying that that part of the word pertains to the word, uh, sin in religion. And then M is like without, so without sin. And then goes into this concept of talking about, you know, when we do something or say something mean against someone else or do something mean against someone else we're actually doing that against ourselves because you know it's gonna make that person not like us and it's not benefiting us for those people to not like us so it's kind of like I don't know if it's the same thing as like self-sabotage but it seems like it's going towards that direction at the least um and so yeah I wouldn't say that these are ways that I've been taught to commonly think about these types of things but you know I'm definitely gravitating towards it I like what I'm hearing what I'm seeing um I feel like it's uh, a pretty cool way of going about it um so watching people on the left, watching people on the right, um, so yeah, um, as far as that goes, I don't think there's anything, like, too, uh, too, like, extremely troubling or anything, um, so yeah, that's kind of one way of, of looking at, looking at things, um, another way of looking at things is, um, what do you say? Um, I guess, uh, so I guess my favorite part was the story 
about this girl who, you know, the mom really loves her daughter, and the daughter one day is having, like, a really good day on the same day that the mom comes home from work not having a really good day, and so the daughter's having a really good day. She's dancing, singing, jumping around, you know, and getting louder and louder because she's in a real good mood, and you know, this mom had a hard day, got back from work, she has a headache, the girl singing kind of, you know, the daughter gives her like a, a deeper headache, and she starts feeling like, like, oh, this isn't maybe good for me, um, so, you know, because she has a headache already, so, you know, she gets mad, starts yelling at her kid, you know, like, your voice is ugly, like, stop shut up kind of thing um and yeah so that's kind of how she starts uh to talk and um you know she uh you know they they I ended at the part where they start saying like you know this person she loves her daughter you know and the daughter's voice isn't ugly Um, but because of the way the mom is feeling, she lashes out in that way and isn't really able to really see the full truth, um, or really understand, like, why she's treating her kid like that. She's just kind of like, I'm in a bad mood kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that was one thing that I kind of noticed, um, that I have actually experienced um like I find it hard when I'm feeling bad or like either emotionally or like having physical pain a lot of times I notice I get physical pain related to emotional pain and so it's hard to pay attention to but I'm like sometimes I'm like I'm tense I'm sore um and all it really takes usually is like some good meditation a good workout and I'm usually good to go um but I do hold a lot of tension in my body and I don't usually use enough discipline all the time to kind of like manage it. I kind of wait till it starts happening and then I'm like, huh, now I got to go to the gym or something like that. And it's, the, it's kind of one thing that motivates me to kind of work out though. Cause I'm like, if I know I'm feeling crappy, I know I'll feel better if I just like go to the gym or just work out or dance or just rock out or do something fun for a little bit. Um, so it is something that I do find to be a struggle, but also I do have a, um, um, mm, a solution. And I've also noticed too, you know, like I've talked about it some on pods, but you know, I have a family that I don't think it's, um, out of the norm for so many families uh, people who are millennials, a lot of us have parents who, you know, their generation wasn't too keen on, you know, mental health, like maybe physical health. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of them were workaholics and didn't really, you know, manage their health and their stress levels too good, uh, or weren't taught about it or anything. Like we are lucky to be from a generation where we have access to information, from cultures that teach us otherwise and we can see how they've benefited from it and we can kind of take on some of that um benefit for ourselves 
uh, in our own personal lives. And so I've definitely noticed that as a difference. Um, and so I do have people in my life that I grew up with that kind of weren't, um, they kind of weren't, um, how do I say, they weren't very good at, you know, managing their stress, and so I kind of would notice that, and I never really knew what was going on, uh, now I understand it, so I do have a lot of experiences where it's like, I've had things happen in my life almost similar to the story of that little girl where somebody was either treating me not so good or acting not so good towards me or saying not so nice things towards me or being mean towards me because they had their own stuff going on. Um, and I internalized a lot of that and, you know, I think it's definitely impacted my self-worth and my, not really that I don't think I'm worth a lot. It's not that so much as it is like, you know, the discipline to take care of my own needs. Like I do find myself a lot of times like, you know, holding on to relationships with people that, you know, it's really not necessary to hold on to those relationships, you know, uh, or, you know, being involved with people, um, who maybe just drive me up the wall or, you know, being kind of like, you know, people pleaser and like, you know, I see people in my family that might be like a little bit, um, not doing too good. And I don't think there's anything wrong with helping people or trying to do good and do nice for other people. But I feel like it does get to a point where it's like, I can kind of see how other people might be falling short with some stuff and then they'll come and try to rely on me because they know that I'm going to try to help them and be reliable. Like I've had family members who were getting doctorates and trying to help me or have me help them with their, with their research and stuff. And I'm just like, dude, I'm so overwhelmed already. Like I don't have time to be helping you and you're not going to pay me anyways. Um, or people who are like, you know, they'll wait till they know that I'm out and then they'll just be like, because they don't want to go and do stuff, run errands and stuff. They'll just wait till I'm out and just be like, hey, you know, can you pick this up and drop it off to me or whatever? And it's like, okay, like, <laughs> um, like stuff like that, where it's kind of like, you know, um, even little things like people wanting to split bills on stuff or people wanting a ride like little stuff it can be little stuff but sometimes it's like okay like I have my own financial plans and I'm really strict on my goal and then it's like somebody's like oh you should get a ticket to this thing and it's like it's not that I'm I'm not like complaining saying like oh I don't want invitations or I don't like it um but sometimes I have my own goals and my own things in mind and I'll do what somebody else wants for me uh to try to help them when it's like you know, I don't really need to do that. Like a lot of people wouldn't do it. Um, a lot of people wouldn't even answer their phone, you know, and I don't think I owe it to anybody, but I do kind of feel like guilty or bad for not helping people sometimes. Um, part of that's probably the religious upbringing, uh, as well as kind of like, um, 
just some things I've gravitated towards with helping people and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my own experience with that type of, uh, situation, but, um, I'm gonna get going with the rest of my afternoon here. Um, that's all I really had to say about those pages, just real quick and simple. And thanks for listening. Thank you.